0: everybody ready today is tuesday right take extra care to follow the
1: instructions or you'll be put to sleep and don't forget taco tuesdays let's get rolling
0: this is the big show on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network
2: right it is the b- 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 big show brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union visit them macu.com call 800-748-4302 I am not Jake Scott though I've always wanted to be Jake Scott uh, I'm here at my hearing centers joining Gordon Monson virtually distantly as Gordon you're holding down the fort at Casa del Monson Gordo how is your Tuesday going
3: it's going just fine. Uh, I'll say this, Austin, uh, the hillside is on fire up there. It looks like Neff's Canyon up there. But uh, I'll oh, tell you, that that's kind of weird. But uh, a lot of people dealing with that sort of thing. But my day has been absolutely uh, right on point. Uh, how's yours going?
2: I didn't – I'm sorry, I've missed that news. Is there structures being threatened currently, or are we – not Talking that about I evacuations know. Of. Or what's, no, what's not that
3: doing? I know. It's up. It's up above there, and uh, if you, if anybody's in the valley, you can look over toward Mount Olympus and see the smoke going up. So, well,
2: our thoughts, uh, our prayers, and hopes are that it gets contained and everyone stays safe. Uh, sit back, relax, and let's have some fun on the on the sports radio side of things today. Uh, like I said, we're at my hearing centers here in Sandy, but you don't have to come down. You just got to call. They're giving away a new set of hearing aids. During the show, if you're one of the first 30 people to schedule an appointment, you'll be entered into the drawing for those free hearing aids. Call 801-438-7058. 801-438-7058. Now, I know my wife is currently uh, listening, Gordon. She's driving, and uh, she probably is wanting me to – I, I no, I don't have to call. Uh, I probably don't qualify for the free drawing of the free hearing aids, but – She tells me all the time I don't listen to her, so maybe I need to get my hearing checked.
3: I don't think that's uh, actually the functional part of your hearing. I I don't think it's physical. I think this is a mental thing.
2: Oh, are you calling me mental? Is that what you're saying?
3: I'm calling you... Sometimes your attitude is in short supply, uh, <laughs> you know. And so, and look, I fit into the same category sometimes. Yep. Uh, today, my wife was talking to me, and she made an observation. And uh, you've heard me do this on the show before. Not more than two minutes went by, and I made the same observation she oh, did. Boy. And and it, I just didn't hear it. And not because was- I couldn't. But because I wouldn't.
2: You you wouldn't and didn't, and therefore couldn't, yes. Uh, what was her reaction to you repeating the same thing she had said?
3: She said, I just said that.
2: <laughs> and you were in trouble, yes. Uh,
3: <laughs> but, but anyway, anyway uh, hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully you'll get your hearing straightened out, uh, Austin. Hearing, you know, I, I don't know a whole lot about that, uh, the auditory part of uh, – helping people in that regard. But uh-huh. I think not being able to hear would be, could be extremely frustrating for some people. So yeah. get it fixed, yeah. man. Yeah. We
2: just watched an episode of StoryBots all about the, the parts of the ear. There's a hammer uh, and some other things. And the, the, <laughs> it bounces around in there somehow uh and uh so yeah this is a great example of me not listening and paying attention because it was like yesterday i watched this with my my family uh but yeah we'll learn more from here uh, from matt in a moment at my hearing centers but wanted to tell whitney as she's driving i love you and i'll listen to you better i promise it's it's, it's gonna be okay uh we've got a lot to talk about today
3: before we get into that can i ask uh lloyd a question since he is uh currently in the production booth i i need to ask him
4: okay i'm a little bit worried here
3: Uh, me too Uh, i i need to ask him permission for something um Uh so i'll get right to it last night i'm watching the raiders and we talked a little bit about this yesterday austin about now that the raiders are in relative close proximity to us here not right next door but you know not that far away I was watching that beautiful new stadium and I know exactly where the stadium is because I've been down there a zillion times not because' I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, Zach Wilson. I'm not a a, a a constant gambler or anything like that a compulsive gambler. We'll get into that Jeez. as well. but, but I'm kidding. Uh, but anyway, I, I know that I'm familiar with that area. Is it? is it? Mother may I become a Raiders fan? I've never been a real Raiders fan, really. Not I mean but is it okay? Can I be accepted into the club? Because last year I tried the Rams and it didn't really work out for me. I, I, I'm Try tempted to go with the Raiders now. Yeah. But but I need I need Lloyd's permission.
4: Well, Gordon, I will I will give it to you gladly, but I mean you will have to be jumped in um <laughs> in order to get in and and once you're a member of the family, you never go against the family. And I mean, you're, you're in once you're in, you're in. We will take you because I mean, the Raiders brand, it's a, it's a great brand. It's been around for a long time, but the brand has kind of diminished a little bit over the years as the Raiders mm -hmm. have struggled. So we are taking new fans. It's a new location. We are taking new fans. So I welcome you, Gordon.
3: So how long Lloyd have you been in that role? Uh, For how many years?
4: uh i've probably been a raiders fan since i was probably about four or five and that's because i, I fell in love with the uh with the logo and the uh-huh. kind of the uh, the silver and black colors and the and the the, the pirate on the helmet and uh-huh. and i've been a fan ever since a that's, lot why of dark Austin, days. that's
3: why that's why austin's a titans fan he fell in love with the uniform right i did i did
2: uh although i was not four so it's a little more uh, embarrassing <laughs> I was. And, and by the way, my, my uncle
4: also told me he was. He lied to me at a young age and told me he was actually the quarterback of the Raiders. And so that made me actually <laughs> love him a little more.
3: Uh, was his well, name t- Daryl LaMonica? I mean, nope,
4: it was- nope, it wasn't. I never saw him, but oh, I always thought Rich he was Cannon, actually on the team, yeah. and he was on the uh, the injured. I, thought, I always thought he was on the IR. What was
3: that?
2: Was it Schroeder back in the Jay day? Jay Schroeder. Yep. Jay Schroeder. Yeah. Backed up uh, by Vince th- Evans. You know, Gordon, first of all, I, I tweeted out last night, those black uniforms with the silver pants and silver helmets, yeah. the, the, the Raiders have always had a slick look. They've yeah. always been a cool uniform. The the team just needs to be a little better, and they played well last night. That was a good team win. But I'm a little concerned about you being a fan of anything. Do you know how to fan? I don't know. No. That's, Lloyd, you ought to make sure he's okay to be a fan. Well,
3: I've forgotten, but Lloyd, that's, why, that's the other thing. I figured Lloyd can guide me through this.
2: And you're going to choose the Raiders to teach you how to fan correctly, okay?
3: Well, right. well, they're right. They're right. I mean, they're they're geographically close. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, yeah, I don't know. I might need some lessons, and Lloyd, you can you can help me if I uh, if I you know step out of line somewhere along the way. But uh, you can be uh, a fan, is-
4: Gordon. I'll let you. I'll let okay. you be. Okay. I'll, well, I'll, I'll- we'll, 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 we'll have to get you out to some games.
3: How painful has it been for you?
4: uh it's been painful over the years it, ha- it has been pretty painful Plus
3: he's not a broncos fan
2: huh scotty g yeah it's too bad although they've signed i tell you Williams what th- that that
4: is how we will jump you into uh being a being a being a fan gordon we, i'll get you out to a game that'll be okay. your okay that'll kind of be your your baptism
2: well All right. gordon uh you mentioned it we do got to talk a little bit about gambling today and the, the, the we've got trouble right here in River City mindset that a lot of people are running <laughs> crazy with. Uh, but we have a, a great guest list. We'll talk about the NFL today with our NFL Insider Report at 4 o'clock. Matt Williamson of the Williamson & Peacock on the Lockdown NFL Podcast Network will join us, the longtime NFL analyst and scout. We've got Riley Nelson coming up at 3 o'clock. Matt Williamson, as I mentioned, at 4 o'clock. And then Ben Anderson of KSL Sports wrote a, a column, Uh, or an article, rather, about the top free agency targets for the Utah Jazz whenever that uh, window does open. So we'll talk about that with him at 5 o'clock. But right now we need to kick off the split story of the day and talk about uh, some BYU news. What? two guys two
0: topics
2: two, two, two. two opinions
0: you talk give me two this is the split story of the day on 97 5 1280, the zone and the zone sports network yeah I, I think i think we i mentioned earlier about the appreciation and, and the excitement to play and then uh, you know you watch some of the nfl games and everyone's trying to do that and then and, and i think um more than anything, we're just excited to play the game. I, I don't know if, if I need to generate it or or uh, do any of that stuff. I just told the players I was going to have fun, man. I, I, I'm going to hang out with them. They're a veteran group. I've been really pleased with the way that they've handled themselves throughout this whole thing since March when spring ball was, was uh, cut short. I've been really impressed with them. and I just really wanted to get out there and, and, and celebrate them, but so did they. It's not like the head coach was the one that set the tone. The players set the tone. I followed, man. I, it was just a, a fun thing to be there with them and uh you know we'd love to have the fans around but but that's uh until that happens we're going to keep rolling with this
2: split story brought to you by sound sleep medical do you snore at night or are you currently using a cpap machine to treat sleep apnea sound sleep medical can improve your life visit soundsleepmedical.com that was kalani satake last week talking about how much how hard it is to Garner some enthusiasm or how much they play off of the crowd Gordon at their football games both home and road and the bad news today is that uh, BYU has announced in accordance with the state of Utah's announcement that they've moved Provo from a low to moderate risk of COVID-19. This uh, football game against Troy on Saturday will be played without the previously planned 6000 fans that were going to be allowed in attendance. Uh, It opens up all kinds of problems uh, from, you know, from a football standpoint, from a fan monetary standpoint and a PR move, and also a health standpoint. Gordon, where do you want to start, though, in your reaction to hearing the BYU in accordance with the state of Utah? They will not be allowing fans into the stadium after all this weekend.
3: Yeah, I think it's the right thing to do with the way uh, the, the outbreaks down there in Utah County and really, a lot of places. Uh, I, I think uh, you got to be careful. Uh, I don't mind the the players playing as long as they could be tested regularly. Uh, and I changed my mind on that when I found out they could be tested every day. And I don't know whether BYU is doing that every day or if they're doing three times a week. I would prefer that they would be tested every day just to keep everyone absolutely safe. But with the fans, you just don't know. And so I, 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 I endorse that. I think that's a smart move. And, uh, yeah, it's not as exciting in the stadium. But like Kalani said, the, the Cougars are going to have to uh, to conjure their own, uh, their own enthusiasm for playing. And I imagine after you've been practicing for as long as they have been, uh, that they would be eager to play in a game that really counts. It's not as fun, I'm sure, when they don't have – Uh, 60,000 people watching in person but um, they 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 will be playing a game that counts and so yeah you would you expect them to get fired up for that
2: and you know 6,000 fans in a stadium that holds what does Lavelle Edwards 60
3: 62 63 64 somewhere
2: yeah Uh, you know that that's a very small number inside a huge stadium it seems like the very well could have spread them out and, and kept it safe. But that was two, three weeks ago. Now we look mm-hmm. at the numbers that are coming out daily here in the state, and you just have to fold it all together. You have to include it. You have to make that part of the, part of the decision, if not the biggest part of the decision, is the safe safety and health of everyone. And I like what Scotty and, and Hans agreed, and, and Lloyd as well earlier, were talking about how it's been easy lately to – uh, lob stones down Utah County's way and to, to make them a target because, yeah, the numbers are really, really starkly bad there in Utah County. Uh, but it, it it's not that all of the rest of us are also being perfect in our day-to-day right. lives with masks and hand sanitizer and socially distancing ourselves and perhaps not. we I've seen a lot of birthday parties and get-togethers and churches reopening and all kinds of things, and it's really if Utah County is failing – Honestly, we're all failing together, and it's too bad that now it's taking away something that was going to be a sliver of normalcy this weekend. To have fans in attendance at a college football game in September, that is what I look forward to every single year. I'm not unique to that feeling and emotion, and I don't care who wins between BYU and Troy. It's better to, to just have a game played, and, and to have fans in attendance, that would have been exciting. But the fact of the matter is this is, this is a bump. I don't think that this is the end of the road and we're, we're going back to where we started with COVID. I think that we could if we're not careful. And I think, as you said, Gordon, it's the right move, but it doesn't mean it doesn't sting because it's not just this Troy game. It's a 14-day period, which means that game against La Tech will also be in an empty stadium on October 2nd.
3: Well, you said we're not going back to where we started from. No, it's worse. <laughs> it is worse. So I—I I mean, you say that a slice of normal. We don't live in normal times. This is uh, I, all those things you just listed. In my opinion, shouldn't be happening. I mean, football games in general. No, 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 no. Football, as long as the players are tested every day, I'm—I'm I'm okay with that. But as far as groups getting together, uh, that's. That's too, that's too dangerous still. And I know some people are asymptomatic. I know some people don't suffer really uh, strong reactions and whatnot, but other people do. And those other people come in contact with other people, and that's how it spreads. So to me, to, for people to be getting together right now is, is just... Uh, it, it's it's frustrating because the only way we're really going to tackle this is if people follow what they should. And I know there are some people out there who are non-believers, think it's all a hoax, all this stuff. And the other that's just plain stupid. Well, I mean, it is real. There? It's real, and people need to react as though it's real in order to save our society. And those out there who are saying it doesn't really matter, you know, people don't get uh, that sick. Uh, and some people have said they don't care whether older people die because they were getting ready to die anyway. All the, it's just, uh, come on, that's barbaric, and that's not the society we live in. But I will say, when it hasn't been absolutely demanded by law for people to comply, uh, people don't comply, and they, they have not shown a willingness, or at least in large part, some people have and some people have been very good about it, but not enough. And so I've, I'm glad that these restrictions come down just to remind everybody, hey, society comes first. And uh, it's, I think it's on the government to show leadership to get this thing fixed. And it has not been handled very well, in my opinion.
2: Well, uh, let's get back to the, the implications and impact on BYU football. Because, you know, 6,000 people in a stadium, uh, that's not going to make or break. It's not going to save an athletic department. But right. it's it's going to help to have the, the tickets uh, that were purchased. And now I don't know if they're going to have to send refunds. I don't know what that means. Uh, it does mean, uh, from a personal standpoint, that these seniors or whoever else on the team, if they had family coming, that they'd miss an opportunity to do that. And, yeah. I feel I feel like when you say you're glad these restrictions are happening, I hear what you mean by reminding us all that we still need to buckle down, we still need to take it seriously, we don't need to think we're out of the woods, but I also, I, it, I hate that these restrictions are happening because we're not getting things that other people who are doing what they're supposed to be doing should be deserving to get. There's, well, there's all just... kinds of people that do this, that handle this whole pandemic correctly. And yet they don't get the things they want in their life either. And I, I hate that yeah. we're in that, but that's where we are.
3: I'm not saying I like it, but I'm saying that it's necessary. And uh, in order to fight our way through this, uh, we have to acknowledge how serious it is and then act accordingly. And so I, I, I'm not saying that, that I'm happy about it, but I'm, I, I am I am. Uh, in favor of having these restrictions in place. Uh, it's just part of these weird times we live in right now. Until we get this thing under control, it's just not wise to gather in large groups.
2: Mm. Well, the good news is football will still happen, just not without or without fans, I mean, in the stands this weekend and on the 2nd of October as BYU will host Troy this Saturday and Louisiana Tech on the 2nd. Coming up uh, later, we got to talk about What Zach Wilson said yesterday about uh, how he contracted the COVID disease. But also, coming up next, Gordon, I want to take it to Larry Scott a little bit for uh, some forked tongueness that he's uh, employed himself in 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 recent weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk about that in just a moment. But I'm sitting here with Matt at my hearing centers. Matt, the phone number is 801-438-7058. That's important for people to know, 438-7058 because the first 30 people to schedule during the show today you're hooking them up.
1: Yeah, we're going to we're going to make sure they have an opportunity to get a free set of hearing aids. We're giving away a free set of hearing aids. This is the latest technology, uh latest and greatest. I've got actually a copy of it right here. Oh wow. Looks kind of like an iP- uh, iPad or iPod case. Looks like little uh, AirPods. Yeah, little yeah. AirPods opens right up and then you've got uh, you got the hearing aid. So it's that it's that tiny. Someone's going to get a set of these. Uh, all you have to do is give, a, give that phone number a call, schedule a free hearing evaluation at any of our 20 locations, and you'll be putting that drawing.
2: How far have we come on hearing aids that it's that in un, it's not as invasive as it used to oh, be? Oh,
1: not at all. I mean, you, We used to joke that the old hearing aids kind of look like bananas on the back of your ears. <laughs> and uh, we've gone a long way. The style's there. The, si- the size is there. But more importantly, the quality, the sound quality is, is there. And, you know, Twelve years ago, when I started in the industry, you know the the reality is we were getting people to hear better, but the sound quality was wasn't there, and, and it was really this last kind of generation of hearing aid where you put these on, and and a lot of times I was showing my friends this weekend of all funny things, but you can actually hear better in noisy situations with these hearing aids, and the quality of sound is amazing. I took these to uh, Rice Eccles, Eccles Stadium just before, not sorry, Rice Eccles, um, theater theater yeah, yeah. just before everything went down, and the sound quality at the theater, because I can I can actually pipe the sound right into the hearing aids, mm. and get all that robust sound right there, it was better, best show I've ever seen uh, sound-wise. So it, it's amazing. And and we're giving people the chance right now, if you come in the office, you can try the hearing aids risk-free for 30 days. At the end of the 30 days, we're going to give you a gift card to Red Lobster or Olive Garden as a
2: thank you. Now, is that anybody, If like say someone's driving around right now going, I don't think I have any hearing problems. This isn't for me. But they could still call and get a free evaluation.
1: Yeah, it's anybody that ha- that, that uh, is either whether or not you have a problem or you want to just double check. It's recommended after the age of 55 especially. You should have your hearing checked every year. Mm. And we do that for free. It's a great time to call. Come in. We'll do a full evaluation. At the end of the evaluation, we'll let you know, hey, do you have a problem? Or if there's not a problem, we'll give you some counsel on what you can do to maintain the hearing that you have left.
2: So give them a call, 801-438-7058, 801-438-7058. You said you have how many offices around Utah? 20 offices in Utah. 20 different offices. So wherever these people are that are calling in, you can find a spot. we got a location close to you. Yep. Give us a call, and we'll get you scheduled. We'll talk more. We'll get more details later on, Matt. Thanks for having us. Thanks. That's Matt here at My Hearing Centers. Coming up next, more of the big show talking about Larry Scott and his greedy little grubby fingers next here on the big show.
0: This is DJ and PK.
4: Former Cougar Jordan Pendleton joining us. Your Cougars looked awesome against Navy. How much of that do you think BYU's got a really good offensive line and they are going to roll through Troy and roll through the other teams? And how much of that was Navy hadn't been hitting and it really isn't a fair test?
0: That's a tough one, man. They did look unbelievable. It was so nice to see an identity on offense. And I'm hoping that that's how BYU's going to play the rest of the season. We'll find out. You would love to see them be able to play with that momentum and carry that momentum. Momentum on, but having two weeks off and then now facing Troy, it'll be interesting to see how BYU comes out and how they've been preparing for the last two weeks since the victory over Navy. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
2: of the day right here on the big show today brought to you by live nation concerts get concert tickets and latest tour news and artist inside at LiveNation.com. the killers gordon that halftime show was something last night wasn't it
3: yeah that's such a great song mr Brightside. and it's you know it's <laughs> that was fun I, I i think i think they really should have uh the killers perform that song at every nfl game just every week, every half. Every, every week, yeah. That's,
4: <laughs> just, isn't just that song kind stadium of isn't, stadium?
3: Isn't that song kind of like a, a, a British anthem? have the people over in England adopted that song? Oh, I didn't know I thought, that. I thought I read that somewhere. It was like it, it was like the most popular song in history or something over there. Uh, that might be a tad overblown, but uh, <laughs> uh, they they love the Killers over there in Britain uh johnny's telling me there's
2: a member of the band the killers that lives here in utah i know brandon flowers uh, is a member of the prominent faith here in the valley but they're a las vegas based band now uh Mm -hmm. mr brightside 2003 that song came out oh my gosh i was in high school when i first heard that song now my question to you gordon is it worth being uh positive if you're being fake about it cuz isn't that kind of what the song's talking about is someone who <laughs> is Mr. Brightside but really inside they're feeling awful isn't that the whole like what good is that doing anybody yeah but you're trying maybe sorta it reminds me of uh you uh and when you try to be positive you are Mr. Brightside
3: oh wow Th- thanks <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, so The Killers is our band of the day, and I thought that was a great halftime show. Yeah, I day. loved
3: it. I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I have another question for, for Lloyd. Uh-oh. Uh, L- Lloyd, uh, are, you, are you there?
4: I'm here, of course. Where else would I, I be, asking,
3: Gordon? I'm, I'm, I'm asking Lloyd about becoming a Raiders fan. First, I asked for his permission to become a Raiders fan because I never have been one before. Uh, my, my next question for you, Lloyd, is... How would you describe your average Raiders fan?
4: Oh, I'm not going to go with the the typical uh, like like a prisoner. Is that uh, not true? Sort of is that
3: is that is that just some <laughs> sort
4: of uh, myth? Well, I so I went to a uh, I've been to a couple Raiders games, and I will say that it is an it, it is a an interesting crowd. I remember taking the uh essentially the bart from walnut creek to the game and you're you're in you know in the in this essentially in this uh, subway uh almost like and yeah. all the fans are in there and and i'm telling in the whole way there from from a- on that train all the way to to the to the stadium they're just going raiders raiders ra- i mean it's it's
2: it's crazy surreal
4: no, it's 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 weird. It's 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 fun. Huh.
2: Okay. Mm, sounds there are some Excellent. things that are
4: a little bit. There are some things that are a little bit true about them. I, I I walked walking through like some of the tailgating. I'm pretty sure I got contact high going through the crowd because yeah, they were they were blazing it up.
3: But like a... but not every Raiders fan. You don't have to be an outlaw in order to be a Raiders fan. No. Right? I
4: mean... You know the black hole? Most of those people that are there in the black hole that looked absolutely crazy, most of those people are act like doctors. I'm <laughs> well, not they, even they kidding.
2: They've got to afford the tickets. Right. That's... But you would
4: think they were the craziest of the crazy, and they're not.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'll, I'll just point this out. You don't want to claim that a Raiders fan is cliche, but you did tell Gordon he has to be jumped into Raider fandom. So I'll just leave that there.
4: Well, well yeah. If like you want to join the gangs? Idiots. if you want to join <laughs> the <laughs> gang, then we're then yeah. You...
2: <laughs> okay. Uh oh well let's we've got NBA news coming across the wire here, Gordon. I wanted to talk about uh uh Larry Scott's moves and taking his bonus as he laid off the entire staff of the Pac-12. We'll save that for another second because coming across the wire here this is out of the Desert News. Uh, Adam Silver told Bob Costas in an interview on CNN, quote, I continue to believe that we're going to be better off getting into January, close quote, when asked about the plans uh, as to when to start next year's NBA season. He mm-hmm. continued, the goal is to play a standard 82-game season and playoffs. And further, the goal would be to play games in home arenas in front of fans, though there's still a lot we need to learn in terms of rapid testing. Would that be a means of getting fans into our buildings? Will there be other protections? Close quote. So the NBA, as we talked last segment about BYU closing the stadium to fans for the next two games, the NBA is currently in this bubble in Orlando, and it's going really well. There's, not, there's no rampant runaround of COVID. They're controlling In fact, there hasn't been a confirmed COVID case in, what, two months? Down there in Orlando, if not longer? But can they do a bubble 2.0 next year, Gordon, if they're not allowed to have fans in the building? And would they do that, or would they be better off to do, like, regional bubbles where you have five or six cities that the teams go to? You
3: know, that regional bubble idea, I think it's just kind of a fascinating one. Uh, I know it's uh, not original with the NBA, but uh, I think that might be a good way to go. If, if it's necessary. Now, when I say, like in the last segment, that I think it's a good idea for uh, government leaders to be cautious and to put some restrictions in place and whatnot, the whole reason I'm I'm for that kind of thing is so this can be solved quicker so we can get back to, quote, unquote, normal quicker. That's the goal, right? That's what we all want. And so, I, I mean, I... I know that people have their concerns about the economy and some of these other things, but uh, I, I, the sooner we can get in a positive direction, I can't even use the word positive anymore because it means something else now, but the, the quicker we can get this under control, the, the, the better it will be for everybody. So that, that's what I'm for, including the NBA next season. Now, he's, he's saying now that uh, he's hopeful to get the season started in January?
2: He's thinking the more and more of the time. I'll read it again. I continue to believe that we're going to be better off getting into January. When asked about when the next season will start, what the hell and does that so, mean? Like, I what think does he what mean by that? Like, well, if I if I uh, am my speculation or my evaluation of that comment would be because later he mentions we still have a lot to learn about rapid testing and those sorts of things. Uh, the the idea is that. There is another It's an better to push
3: it back to January as opposed to move it up to January. Is that what he's meaning?
2: Uh meaning start next season in twenty twenty one rather than in twenty twenty still. Yeah. Okay. Right. So well, it would start yeah. in Janu this coming January rather than this coming December. Really it's only a month's difference. But mm-hmm. let's say we get a vaccine in the next three to six months. That's that's for the general population and for everybody. Uh, and I don't know how long it will take for everyone to be able to get one, but that's a huge, major milestone and a step towards what we're deeming back to normal or mm-hmm. the new normal. And that would go a long way in getting fans back into the stadium. Now, a vaccine does not mean you're you're immune from a from a disease. It just simply saves a lot of lives. A mm-hmm. lot less people die thanks to vaccines when they do contract a disease. And that will help businesses, that will help the government, that will help schools, that will help you and me, that will help the NBA. And I think what he's doing here is saying, let's maybe slow play this another month and see if that means that at some point in the season we can welcome fans back to their home stadiums. I think that's yeah. what he's trying to do.
3: Yeah, and that would be terrific if that's uh, – if if we could say, all right, this thing will – there will be some sort of uh, real – uh, effective movement uh, by and we, to the point where they can start playing basketball in January, man, I, I would take that in a heartbeat, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. I'd,
2: so, I'd give my left foot for it. I really the, would. You can chop it off right now. Really? Yep. Take it. I don't need it. <laughs> I'd rather have people, businesses being saved, and, you know, it's a selfish move by me too for job security. If the NBA plays with fans in the stands, that's better for you and me, Gordo. That matters to, to to everyone, and you can take my left foot. If, if that means we get back to normalcy, sure. The whole foot? Take it all. You know what? Take, take it from the ankle down.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. That's quite the anyway. sacrifice on your Well, I'm not I'm well, going to uh, go play for FIFA. What do I need a left foot for? <laughs> my left foot. Wasn't that a movie? <laughs> okay. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and, and this thing is fluid. We don't know exactly what the situation will be when. Uh, and I'm sure that all the leagues will make accommodation for those things. If there is some sort of advancement, then uh, then they can accommodate that too. But the draft isn't even until what, November 18th? Yeah, they've moved that to the 18th. And, boy, yeah. this
2: I've never wanted to be an NBA GM or an NBA scout or anything like that. This is especially a good example of why I would never want that job because to have to fast-track these things like that and – and to do it in a fluid year it's hard enough already when you've got all these plans in place and now it's kind of like okay it's any
3: day things can change well i imagine that uh, these guys have been working on this stuff for quite some time already and uh, they do have some i'm not trying to say their jobs are easy they're not especially (laughs) when things are kind of like you said fluid but uh, i i I think they'll have enough time to get it right
2: yeah i think you might be right it's just Ah, tough job already. But, hey, if the NBA needs to open in January, and that means by the quote-unquote all-star break fans are welcome back to the arenas, that's oh, fine wow. by me. Oh, yeah. I, are you amazing. kidding me?
3: I would take that right now. And I think most people would. I'd be glad that you wouldn't have to lose your left foot. <laughs> you guys why, asked, the le- uh, why the left? Well, because I'm right-footed.
2: I, mean, I, I know. I, I, but I'm, I'm a little but what, selfish still.
3: But what do you use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you use your right foot for that you don't use your left foot for? I'll tell you in the break.
2: Uh, <laughs> you, you and Bowler asked Chris Mannix yesterday if the NBA would ever consider permanently going January uh, to start their seasons. And I've always kind of raised an eyebrow at that going, yeah, it kind of makes sense. They'd be really the only game, the only sport being talked about for several, probably half of their season. But he said flat out, no, they'll never consider that. Why? Why? What are the – what are the pros and cons in your mind to moving permanently to start in January?
3: Well, he said that uh, the ratings over the summer months have, uh, have, have been somewhat frightening. I, I think that's kind of uh, hard to judge because it's been such a unique year mm-hmm. with a lot of stuff going on uh, that I'm not sure that if that's the way it was set up on a permanent basis, I don't know whether that would be the result. Uh, but that's what he said, and that was his reasoning for it. Uh, I don't know, because then they, you would have most of football out of the way, and it's like he said, uh, other than hockey, I mean, the NBA would own that period of time pretty much. Uh, but they already, they already are successful, so uh, there will be a lot of people that would say, why do that? Uh, everything's pretty good the way it is, so why make that adjustment? Uh, You know, I remember back in the old days, even when the Jazz were going deep in the playoffs with Stockton and Malone, it seems like the crowds at the arena weren't uh, necessarily jammed pack, uh, you know, during football season. It seemed like that happened, uh, you know, after the holidays. And Mm -hmm. maybe I'm misremembering, but that's the way it seemed to me. So maybe maybe there is some, some merit to it. Uh, we're The Big Show. He's Gordon.
2: I'm Austin. And for Jake, we're at My Hearing Centers. We'll tell you about what they've got going on in a moment. But you do want to be one of the first 30 to call and schedule a risk-free hearing evaluation at 801-438-7058. also want to tell you about Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into Action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. 801 801-833- 833 3333 33 for Action Plumbing. Coming up at 3 o'clock, we'll talk football and gambling with Riley Nelson. At 4 o'clock, NFL Insider Report with Matt Williamson. 5 o'clock, Ben Anderson. We roll on next here on The Big Show. Take the zone
0: with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show.
2: Welcome back to the Big Show, ninety seven five twelve eighty the zone and the Zone Sports Network. Austin Horton in for Jake Scott here with Gordon Monson. Tell you about what we're doing out here at My Hearing Centers 801 438 7058 in just a moment. Gordon, uh before I share this NFL story with you that's coming across the wire, you're you are really fixated on our guy Lloyd and his his fandom of the Raiders, and it's yes, getting I, I'm considering I won't say annoying, but it's getting
3: there. I'm uh <laughs> for you. <laughs> but uh, i'm considering becoming a raiders fan we saw him last night they're in close relative close proximity to salt lake city and so i'm considering it and so i'm asking lloyd uh, a question in every segment about being a raiders fan so l- let me ask lloyd real quick what's the best thing about being a raiders fan
4: i'm not a broncos fan Hey-o. thanks for that one gordon
3: yeah that was No you know what uh,
4: they they had a uh, a rich history they did uh that was <laughs> that was and that's what actually really attracted me when 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 I finally became a fan it was this it was something cool about like they're the you know the the cool kids the bad boys you know there was something like they're there was something tough there was some you know it was Do you know what I'm saying? Do you remember? I'm talking about back when they were the bad boys, and there was nobody wanted to mess with the Raiders, and it was just—it was uh, this aura that that surrounded them, and it's it's followed them because they continue to be. The most penalized team in the <laughs> you know in the league because of it.
2: Yeah, false starts are not really. The, Though the
4: this year it hasn't either. been that it ca- hasn't been the case, but <laughs> Did, but no, it's what they've always been known as.
2: Look at those tough guys going early. Oh, what tough guys?
4: Did
3: you see Gruden uh, celebrating with his team in the locker room?
2: What a lunatic! That guy's—he's <laughs> a Raider. Guy is... Chucky, Chucky is we used to call him. Short of a dollar. <laughs> By a, the way,
3: I got to give the Raiders props for that. I'm never, I've never really been that big on end zone celebrations, but I thought the hand sanitizer uh, <laughs> routine was pretty clever. Yeah, I thought that was, that was cool.
4: original and timely.
3: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well, while we're talking NFL here,
2: uh, before we talk with Matt at my hearing centers, we all saw that ridiculous onside kick situation that cost the Cowboy or the Falcons mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, Dan Quinn. Uh, told the Atlantic Journal-Constitution uh, that his team knew the rules about the onside, knew that they they just didn't execute it correctly. Well, owner Arthur Blank has now said you know, on Sirius XM NFL radio a different story. He said, uh, clearly on the last play of the game yesterday, our players didn't do what they, you know, either what they were instructed to do and they didn't understand it, or it's clear they didn't, in my view, didn't clearly understand what the rules were and exactly what they had to do. I think that's demonstrated when you watch the video of it, close quote. So, Gordon, you've got the coach saying, oh, yeah, yeah, my guys know the rules. It, it was the right move. They, they did the right thing. They just didn't execute it correctly. Uh, and then you've got the owner saying, no, it looks to me like the coach doesn't tell the players the rules all the way. How long would you say? Over under three and a half games before Dan Quinn is fired?
3: <laughs> that I don't know. But that was – That was fairly egregious. Now, Lloyd, you would know this because I think Hans explained that sometimes coaches teach their players to wait to see if it does cover the 10 yards. But to me, if that's true, did he say that? Uh, yes, I believe he
4: did. Yeah, yeah he
3: did. Yeah. Uh, but, see, I think that's awfully dangerous in a backfire in this case because if you wait until it covers the 10 yards, then, then as I said yesterday, Austin, it becomes a jump ball at that point, and who yeah. knows who's going to cover it. I say cover it while you can.
2: Yeah, I, I, I you know, I'm, I've played about as much football as I've been acting on Broadway, but uh, I, I feel like I would run the risk of jumping on the ball and having it uh, out of my hands rather than watching the other team pick it up from in between my legs while I just stare at the ground like the Falcons did. But it's not going well in Atlanta. Poor Matt Ryan throws for 1,000 yards every week and 19 touchdowns and can't win any games. Isn't that weird that it
3: wasn't that long ago they were in a Super Bowl?
2: It's not long long ago they were up 25 at halftime in a Super Bowl yeah. or whatever, in the third uh, quarter, exactly. in the fourth quarter. Anywho. Mm. Uh we're here at my hearing centers today, 801 801- and Matt is joining us now. Uh, Matt, we've been telling people that they need to call in and be one of the first 30 to schedule a private hearing evaluation today because uh, they'll get entered to win something really, really cool. Really, really cool. And uh,
1: the coolness of what they can win is hard to explain without them actually coming in. So what we're talking about is a a brand-new, state-of-the-art set of hearing aids. And if you come in... Or call, keep your appointment, come in, and we'll actually show you how awesome these hearing aids are. They're the first hearing aids to have acoustic motion sensors.
2: Acoustic motion sensors? Uh, they
1: actually, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a cool term for it knows when you're moving and adjusts.
2: Stop it. Yeah, like like the headlights that drive know where you're going to turn. Yeah, that, they kind that? that
1: kind of stuff. So wow. you, so if you're if you're up moving, uh, running, taking a jog, out uh, riding your bike, uh, just outside walking with your your loved one. It's going to know that your emotion sound changes, how it, how it uh, projects in motion, wow. and adjusts for that kind of stuff. So really interesting things like that. Uh, and, and, you know, everyone knows somebody or has been around someone with a hearing loss. Gordon, you ever been around somebody with a hearing loss?
3: I work with them every day. Jake has a hard time <laughs> hearing now. <laughs> I don't, I don't, no, no, he said hearing, not listening. There you I go. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, uh, Matt, you're exactly right. It, it's frustrating for people.
1: That's right, and, and, and so oftentimes it's the family member, it's the loved one that calls for them. So whether it's yourself or a loved one that's having a hard time hearing, give us a call. You'll be put, put in this drawing, and then when you come in and, and you have your hearing tested for free, we'll give you a chance to try these new hearing aids for, for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, we'll either give you some Megaplex gift cards if you want to go to a movie, or we'll give you a gift card to Red Lobster or, or Olive Garden as a thank you.
2: It's an, it's an awesome opportunity. I know someone whose grandma is kind of uh, dragging her feet on getting the hearing aids because of the costs, mm-hmm. and she doesn't believe that she really needs it, and it's the loved ones saying, no, Grandma, you, you really need to do it. Well, here she'll have a 30-day risk-free shot at these, and then she might get one for free anyway.
1: Yeah, and just be honest. That's the reason we do this. The number one reason people wait to do something about their hearing loss is they're they're afraid that it, that, it, that it's not going to work for them. And so we're we're taking out that barrier. It, you're going to know whether or not it's working for you. You've got a good 30 days to try it at, in your at, at your work with your family situations, on the phone, taking phone calls, mm-hmm. being able to actually hear on the phones or, or doing your, uh, your, your Internet calls. And so come in, have the hearing test free, try the hearing aids for 30 days. It's, it's really an opportunity to, to get rid of that barrier and then see how these can work for you.
2: There's 20 locations across Utah from Logan to Nephi, so they've got a spot near you. All you got to do today is call My Hearing Centers, 801-438-7058. 801 438 7058 and get scheduled for that uh, that that a uh, risk free private hearing evaluation 801 438 7058 more of the big show next here on the zone